everybody. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. It's your girl Adina with the third, what is this? The third episode of the second season of the Liberated Pussy Podcast. So happy to be here. Yay. We have a wonderful conversation lined up. I'm going to get our girl Monique into the room with us and then we will get it going. There she is. There she is. All right. So you know how we in. Abracadabra. Technology, let her in. Come on. Abracadabra. Yes. <laughs> that worked quickly. That it was, was like, like I know, right? our magic is speeding up. Our magic is yes, working faster. It is. Yes, it is. I totally love it. Let's take a quick moment, introduce ourselves, and then let's jump into this amazing conversation we have lined up for today. Okay. Would you like to go first? No, you go first. You go first. Okay, I'll go first. I started a little bit. I am your girl, Adina. I am the goddess of magical movement. I am, and I feel weird keep saying I am, but I have <laughs> co-founded Belly Dancers of Color Collective with my sister, Layla. I'm also a facilitator here at Follow the Sun with my sister, Monique. What we do at Follow the Sun is goddess technology. That's one thing that I do with Monique, goddess technology and goddess gathering. What is that? That is a rites of passage program for women who are waking up to their magic today. Today, now, this lifetime, we are meeting with women every week as we move through it together. And keep in mind, ladies, we're waking up too, okay? We're waking up with you. It's just levels of it, levels, concentric circles up. So that's who I am. That's what we do. We, Monique and I are taking an amazing group of ladies to Bali this summer where we'll have the opportunity, yes, to work in a beautiful place that's spiritually aligned with the work that we're doing. And we'll be getting really great progress done together in Bali. So that's who I am. Yes. And I pass the rattle to you. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Adina. So I am Monique Ruffin, also known as the Moon Mama. I am an astrologer. I am, um, my work and devotion is to help people, especially women, women of color in particular, but I work with all women to remember who they are, to remember their um, DNA codes to wake up to the magic and to learn how to be who they truly are meant to be and undoing the conditioning that we've been born into. I am the founder, also co-founder of Follow the Sun, which is a community designed to assisting women in waking up to their magic. Goddess Technology is one of those courses that we um, teach there. We also teach 13 moons. I teach a lot of classes around the retrogrades because my work is to help us really begin to dance with the energy, learn that we are energetic beings and how can we master our inner worlds and then create the external world that we desire. And so I have worked with hundreds, maybe thousands of people assisting them in remembering who they are. And I love my life. I love my work. And I'm also a co-host of a podcast, this Liberated Pussy podcast, Freedom Ain't Free, where Adina and I have grown woman conversations about how to really come into our power 
and begin to create a life that really works based upon our sovereignty, based upon us being sovereign. So that's who I am. Thank you, Adina. I say, I say, she's the bad sister. I'm here to tell you. <laughs> Amazing. It's an honor to sit here with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So Monique, you know how we start. Since yes. she is our resident astrologer, she tells us what's happening energetically so that we align our conversation, we align <laughs> our day with the energies that are present. We know that the moon is in Leo today. Yes, it is. We know, yes, we know the moon is in Leo. You want to take a moment? Yeah. Or just well, no, it's okay. It just, okay. I just, in my mind, I was like, <laughs> okay, 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 great. So the moon is in Leo. And everything else is in um, everything else is in Aquarius, basically, <laughs> you know, which is opposing Leo. Mm -hmm. So the sun just moved into Pisces, so we have the Pisces sun at about the second or third degree, and the moon is in Leo. So the moon in Leo creates like an enthusiasm, a passion, a drive for like fun and joy and excitement and. Um, you know, like a playfulness. And so the energy is available for that, but opposing the sun is Pluto. Oh, wow. <laughs> opposing the moon. I'm sorry. Opposing the moon is Pluto. So people could be feeling a heaviness today, mm -hmm. this, or this morning, like feeling slow and sluggish and like you can't really find your footing and the what is what is available for that is to really uh, how do i want to say because aquarius with pluto and aquarius is asking us to be our authentic selves and it's asking you to break out of the ways that you shrink it's asking you to to um confront the part of yourself that is outdated and old and in and behaviors and patterns that don't serve you and the moon in leo is saying lighten up <laughs> lighten up right it's like talking to me it's like <laughs> lighten up you know like be be more playful and so sometimes you gotta just fake it until you make it mm -hmm. it's that kind of energy it's literally an energy of like trust the energy you don't trust yourself okay. <laughs> like you know tr even though you don't feel good just even though you might feel heavy even though you might feel sluggish just kind of force yourself force yourself mm -hmm. to play a little bit force yourself to lighten up and and um and and do it by asking some questions right so some questions you could ask yourself are things like what would make me really feel good or happy right now? Just listen, like, you don't have to know the, just ask, like, what would actually make, help me lighten up? What would help me do that? Um, mm -hmm. What would, what would open my heart? This morning when I dropped off my son, I came home and as soon as I got home, I made myself a cacao um, drink with some um, ginger and cloves in it to really just lighten myself up. So, if you just communicate with yourself and take the actions that yourself gives you, you will feel your energy begin to lighten up. And that's the mission to lighten up. I got to shake the rattle on that. Cause I felt all the feels of that this morning, <laughs> all the feels you did. I've been telling you, I've been having, I did, I've been having a sensation in my lower back that I've been moving through maybe the last week or so, maybe longer. 
But today it was just like, you know, like just like there. And I was like, really, really sensation? What, you know, like we've we got stuff to do. But leaning into it, moving, forcing myself to go through my regular program and all of that, it, I felt like I was dragging my body, like, come yes. on, come on, you know. But I did feel better as I moved and got into the things that I need to get into because I'm not letting sensations take me off of my path. I yes. know that I am still in control of that. I'm speaking to that sensation, asking it what's it about so that I can release it. So I'm still working with it. I've been working with it for a minute. Yes. I, so I thank you for explaining that. Uh, that's so great. I think it's, so, it's like when I hear you say it, I'm like, oh, something is trying to be released from yeah, the body. And, absolutely. And when we understand that, mm -hmm. we can do the work internally to help our bodies shift mm -hmm. energy and move things. But when we don't understand it, we override it and we push it aside and we say that's nothing. Or, and then people take aspirin and doing all these other things or go to a doctor and get on some medicines that they don't really need. Right. You know, like you're doing too much for what it is. Right. I recognize clearly what you're saying. That is something being released from my body. I also had one of my teachers tell me that all quote unquote pains in the body are sounds trapped in your body. Mm. So as I did my, my meditation this morning and I was just conscious to, ah, oh, ah, you know, yeah. just, and, and sending it to that area saying release with this sound, release with the, ah, yeah. Oh, and on the inhale. Oh, because uh, even now doing it, I feel it. So I know it's deep because I've been working with it for a few days now. Yeah. And but I'm here for it. It's like, listen, I'm here to listen to you and I'm here to release you. I'm not carrying you forward. I'm not medicating you. I'm right. going to I'm going to hear you so you can be released fully and heal completely. Me talking yes. to me. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I love about that is that when we meet ourselves, our bodies from this place of consciousness and intention and compassion, we actually draw the power to be healers of ourselves. Not but sure. because we've been conditioned to go to a doctor or to take a pill or to, you know, think that something is wrong. We've been mm -hmm. conditioned to think something is wrong. And when we think that, it creates those patterns right. of not being in flow. Right. And so the thing that I love about what I'm hearing you saying is that you are becoming the magician of your life. You're becoming the healer of your life, of your body. You are tapping into the energies in your body. And when you commune with them, they obey you because you are the governor of these 37 trillion cells. Ashe. You, nobody Ashe. governs Ashe. it better than you. Ashe. And that's, that's who I want to be a magician for first is me, you know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and so that's where, I, that's where the work always comes to. I was listening to someone and sometimes I felt this way with teachers and things like that. You feel like the teachers have it all together and they're this and they're that. It's like, no, they're on the, everybody's dealing with something. Yes. This is the earth school where we all, and literally all, nobody's immune to this, all comes here to work things out and to learn yes. how to use your powers and how to heal family trauma, how to heal trauma mm -hmm. housed in your own body. Mm -hmm. So it's not about looking outside of yourself thinking that, oh, little me, I don't have it or feeling bad because of where I am. It's just honoring where you are. This right. is me to me and moving myself forward step by step wherever I am. Yes. So that is a walk of love. That is a walk of deep self-love. Yes, which takes us into our topic for today.
Our topic for today yes. is feeling undeserving of love. I didn't even set that up. I had to look. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Feeling undeserving of love is our topic for today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe maybe our listeners all have always felt deserving of love. I'm being mm-hmm. facetious. But mm-hmm. I know me personally, born as a little black girl on the south side of Chicago, I didn't necessarily always feel that. This mm-hmm. is a walk that I've had to really hold myself and get into what worthiness is. What does that mean? Always being worthy. And then knowing that my worth is immutable, it's unchangeable. So anytime I wasn't feeling love or was feeling unworthy, that was literally not love talking to me, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. even if it was an aspect of myself, that was the programming talking to me. Now I know that when I hear those things, I can take that tape out and like, you know, let's no, no, stop, delete and play something else. Yes. I I think the thing about deservedness, how I have seen it in my own life is Mm -hmm. um, multiple ways. But one of the things that has gotten my attention the most is this idea that I need somebody else to love me in order for me to feel love. <laughs> I got to shake the rattle on that. Hello? If, if, if nobody else is validating my lovability, then I don't feel lovable. And, mm-hmm. or that's how I have been in the past. And really getting to a perspective of understanding that love is an internal paradigm. Right. It, it, it cannot be sourced externally. And Everything in our culture up till now has pointed me towards this idea that love is something external. It's never been, every time when I've taken information about the self, it's always like, what's wrong with you? How do you make yourself better? This is, you know, if you have that, you'll be better. If you have this, if you look this way, you'll be better. Self-help, you know, like help. Right. (laughs) Never like... I am whole and worthy already. There is nothing that can take away from who I am and then there's nothing that can add to it. So this concept of self-appreciation, self-love, self-acceptance is relatively new for me in my life. Mm -hmm. And because all of the, the narratives were like, you're not enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you're not right yet. What? It's not, if you're this Especially size, for you're women, right. think about right. like Valentine's Day, you know, that like we just came off of last week. And then fairy tales where someone has to come and rescue you. We've really been programmed with this idea of not enoughness. Like you need yeah. to be someone's or you need to belong in order to be loved. Or you have folks or also and... Mm-hmm feelings of lack i'm saying two things so for me this undeserving of love shows up in feelings and stories of lack that actually play out in real life yes yes so do you have an example um okay let me think about that an example of that would be money stories Mm -hmm. so you may say that you you, like everybody will say you want to be rich or you want this or that Mm -hmm. you know um but for me having just enough like you and I talked about this like having just enough to maintain the life that I currently live Mm -hmm. whereas my desire is to have abundance Mm -hmm. and not just be 
right at the level that I'm at. I want to not have a ceiling over me and I want to break through and really know that I can have, do and be everything that I want in this lifetime. And I'm not just speaking of material yeah. things. Yeah. So when I think when I think of that, I'm thinking of um I'm thinking of how we like I remember growing up my grandma would always say my grandma was born in Mississippi too. Like she would say we we are poor. That's what she was saying. We poor. And I'm like I never really resonated with that, but those messages do still they do still land somewhere. We poor. And I understand why she said that even though she worked two full-time jobs and mm -hmm. to buy her house and to do all of these things. So she definitely was a place where the family shifted, but her perspective was still we are poor. Mm -hmm. And so where is that poor perspective in me where I feel like, okay, we got, you know, I'm, I, we got just enough. And then that's the place where you stay. Like I am looking to, I am seeking, I am creating a space where I can expand in this lifetime and not hit a ceiling of like, that's just it. Yes. And this is just beyond, beyond material. Does that make sense? Yes, that does make sense. It's a, it's very interesting because as I was listening to you talk about, we are poor and the ceiling. And I have experienced that a lot myself also, like this idea that money is the prize is what I would say. Like, right. And so one of the things that, one of the things that, that I've been working with is how can I bring appreciation and love and acceptance into everything I'm experiencing right now? Because if I'm abundant, then whatever I say is abundant is abundant. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so it's like, how can I remember when I was a child and, you know, like maybe I didn't have all the games the, the technology, right? But I still had the technology that was my brain that could create stories and scenarios. And, you know, really, it's like utilizing everything I have right now because that is what true abundance is. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. that I have, one of the things that I know that I have experienced is, which I didn't when I was younger, because I felt really upset about this thing we are poor right we are poor mm -hmm. we are black we are black we are right. poor we right. are sad we are mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and one day i got to be an adult and i realized that i had a lot of wisdom on how to heal myself for myself with herbs because i couldn't afford to go to the doctor mm -hmm. <laughs> so i had cultivated an experience of abundance that was mine mm -hmm. you know like i learned how to how to master my mind because i couldn't go to a psychologist to give me drugs mm -hmm. to take for to to deal with depression so i learned how to manage depression in organic healthy ways right but that came because we are poor right it came <laughs> Came out of a quote-unquote lack but it led you to abundance which was better for you overall right right <laughs> and so it's literally being able to see things from a different perspective while being in it and to me that is the true power of abundance like mm -hmm. understanding the nature of the universe and that the universe is not flat the universe is multiplex it has various perspectives in one thing now the question is if I'm on the perspective of lack 
then how do I get myself out of the perspective of lack and into the experience of abundance right here, right now, without the circumstances needing to change? That, that part. That. I, I feel like it's what we focus on. Like you said, right. like when I'm feeling lack or the we are poor story, I remember that quote unquote money is created by humans. Yeah. And when I look at abundance, I look at things that were created by the creator source. The squirrels, they're not sitting up there worried about getting nuts. You know right. what I mean? Like they, they go ahead and they stop telling the birds have what they need. Like nature has what it needs generally. Right. Okay. Yes. Like the planet provides yeah. what we need. So then I look at all the ways where I'm provided for and I have what I need. Like I choose to focus on what I have yeah. and, and the abundance that I have. Yeah. You know, there's a yes. lots of abundance so that I can expand it into the areas where I want additional abundance or I desire additional abundance. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's, I feel like one of the great lessons that has been intimate for me is that because gratefully, I have always been really healthy. Like, I'm just healthy, is what I'll say. Like, I, things come up for me like sinuses, and that's annoying, but I can move through life with my sinuses doing a thing. I'm very healthy, and I'm also very strong. And when I... I started to realize one day, I was like, you're so focused on this lack thing around money that you don't realize how healthy you are. Mm -hmm. You don't realize that you actually have a strong body, you have a clear mind, and you can do whatever you want, but you're so focused on this amount of money that's some made up nonsense. Mm -hmm. And so I started asking myself, well, how, what can I focus on? What can I focus on that is more true? Like what's really valuable? And I was telling you this, like one day I went to bed and I heard spirit say to me, just as I hit the pillow, spirit said, when you want to talk to me, breathe, <laughs> breathe. And I literally was pissed off about it because I was like, you know how much I like to talk. What do you mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> just breathe. Mm -hmm. And that went on for months. Like me, it's just being like, just breathe. And me being like, <laughs> like, what? Like, like, that's nothing to me. And then mm -hmm. I was in meditation and I heard it just got so clear. Like this breath is the key to everything here. Everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. It, without mm -hmm. this breath, you don't have nothing. Yeah, you got minutes without breath. You could skip a, some meals. You could <laughs> skip water. But you can't skip the breath. Cannot skip it. And literally, I was just like, wow. This is the most valuable thing I have. This is more valuable than money. This is more valuable than the people that say they like me. Or This is, more, this is everything. And I... Like for months I've been wrestling with it, but now I get it. And whenever my mind is like off in anything, I literally like just come back to this breath because mm -hmm. this is the most valuable thing you have. Like, how can you have a love affair with this breath? Mm -hmm. And I, I literally, I'm still in the quandary of it. I'm still in the like, wow, what's possible? I don't really know yet, but I will say that what I begin, what I'm beginning to experience is a presence in my body mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with 
what's going on external. Mm -hmm. It's just that I am here. I am really here. So that beautiful and alignment, I feel like we can take it from inside and expand it outside. Because mm -hmm. folks, we know that the dimension that we're in, money is the agreed upon currency mm -hmm. for how things move. And so we want lights, we want food, we want cute clothes, lipstick, earrings, right. you know, like we want, we yeah. want these yeah. things, yeah. but let's expand it from a centered place, from yes. the abundance of our breath that you breathed the first time you came out your mother's womb up until now. Yes. We can expand the consciousness of abundance through the awareness of the breath. Yeah. If we decide to. That's right. And you're so worthy that the breath comes to you every single time you you take it in. You don't think about it. Right. Yeah, like you're it's, sleeping and you're breathing. You're not, you don't, right. you're not thinking about it. You're breathing you're right now. Thinking about it. it is the most valuable thing we have. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I've become aware of that. I'm like, wow, this thing is so valuable. And I've been around the earth 55 times. And here I'm finally starting to be like appreciative of it. Like, double I nickels. Double nickels. <laughs> I didn't even know how important it was to be appreciative of this breath it is everything it is everything i love so. monique how sometimes not sometimes all mm -hmm. the times the way the creator set things up for us is so simple mm -hmm. it's humans who make it complicated the the keys to success and happiness and peace they're very simple they're very subtle and they're you've always had them it's just right. we've been asleep to a certain level about the power of them but spirit saying to you I'm right here. I'm riding your breath right now. And I understand being pissed because like, how could you have been here the whole time and I'm doing all of this stuff? I did cacao and I ran around the block and I did this and I did that. All these churches and da 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 da, -da. And it's my breath. <laughs> yes. You couldn't have done any of that without the breath. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's your breath. That's amazing. It's you also amazing. said something about the need to be loved and liked by people. I think that's really paramount that we talk about that because we've all experienced that and especially in this social media environment where we actually get likes on our posts or views or these kinds of things and that's some type of social capital mm -hmm. but the need to be liked and loved externally does create a dominion outside of yourself let's talk about that a little yes. bit yes it's a i i feel like as a woman that has been the greatest prison that I have mm -hmm. experienced this seeking love outside of myself and and then giving meaning to how I express that. Oh, I'm 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 beautiful because this person loves me. Or I'm valuable because this person loves me. I, yesterday I was washing dishes and I was rem remembering um, this experience that I had with this brother and how I felt inside like internally i didn't feel attracted to him like like i didn't feel like oh i love like i don't i don't here's what i knew i felt like oh this relationship can give me some sort of social collateral some sort mm -hmm. of social standing and mm -hmm. and and that was at war with what inside of myself it was like you don't need that <laughs> you know what i mean but this other brain was like, you do need that. And it was, and it became this interesting dynamic of a tug of war inside of myself because I, I started to take the actions towards this social capital. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. those 
Those actions were against an aspect of myself that was like, bitch, you don't need this. Like, what are you doing? And it just is, it's such a fascinating way we've set up our culture and what we've done around acceptance and love and, and val- community. Validation. And validation. This external. Yes. yes. Like it validates you to be with such and such. If they have this and they have that and you can do the this right. and the that. It gets really weird and you get really <laughs> far away from yourself with that. <laughs> yes. But you don't know what it until you're out there in the woods and you're like, oh, oh, you know, like and you're really separated from yourself. Yeah. So you, you almost part of being on the earth school is to feel that. So then you can bring you back together yes. again. Yes, absolutely. It's a, it's a very tricky thing. And I like, have you ever experienced feeling like you have compromised your, uh-huh. and uh-huh. like, tell me. Yeah. So I felt I had a relationship with a, a love who was very affirming to me just mm-hmm. and it felt so good that just very helped me see myself in a way that I really didn't see myself because mm-hmm. I was still not realizing holding stories of lack and mm-hmm. unworthiness even though on the outside I felt like I was okay but his words of affirmation and love and just I, I think I was, and I'm going to use this word, but just take it for what it is. I felt like I was addicted to the affirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, I was mm-hmm. I, like, I needed someone to tell me that, you know, that I'm amazing and that I'm beautiful and I'm this and I'm that. Whereas, and then it was almost like a promise of something to come later because mm-hmm. you're this. And so you're holding on to this promise of of what? Like when Martin Luther King gets to the mountaintop? Right. I mean, what? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like oh, when we get there one day, it's like, no, I need to give myself that affirmation. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying I don't appreciate compliments and those kind of mm-hmm. things. I do, but I can't be dependent on it. I can't, that can't be, I can't sacrifice myself for that. Yes. I have to understand anyone who says anything positive to me is just an addition to me firmly understanding and appreciating who I am, even at all levels of my mm-hmm. becoming, mm-hmm. all levels. Mm-hmm. So even as I am right now, I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm yeah. amazing. I've done great things and I have great things to do. Understanding that about me. So it took a minute to, to get to the side and to see that. You know, it took me a while yeah. to see that. But when you see it, then you, you start to really open up into your freedom and understand what you're here for. That's right. You know, so when you see it, you can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. That's like, right. nah. I mean, you can play those games with yourself, right, but we're not here right. for playing those games. That's we're right. here for actually getting to the self-actualization and understanding that. And everyone has to do this. Everyone has to come from a self-centered place, standing on your own two legs, not propped up on somebody to make you feel like you're something. No, you are amazing. Right. You are. Each and every one is a universe in their own self right now, even as you're becoming. And I had to learn that. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. learning that. That's right. Oh, that's so beautiful. What a beautiful share. Thank you for that. It is a, it reminds me of um, a conversation that I had with my ex-husband probably a decade after we were divorced. And he said to me, when we were, when we were married, you would say something like you might say something about something you believed and we were in a group of people, but then you would look to me to affirm it, to agree mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, he said, and it repulsed me. Oh, ouch. 
which I which which I felt the out of it, but I also felt really happy that he had been so honest mm-hmm. because some part of me wished he had been honest when we were in our in our marriage, like that he had mm-hmm. said that because what I saw was oh, I was looking to him to affirm mm-hmm. my Your sense post. of self. Yeah. I was looking for validation outside of myself. And when he told me, all of a sudden, I saw all the decision, everything that I had done, and with the, with the expectation that someone else would validate it, that would, they would make me feel like, oh, this is okay what you've done, or yes, we agree with this. And and then that's the thing that started helping me to come back to myself to realize that the agreement happens inside of me. It's like he could see you. He's like, you were queen. What you looking at me for? Like, why are you looking at me? You don't even see you. You looking at me and I'm looking at you. You got the answers. Then you looking at me for the answers. <laughs> right. And so it's like really coming back to myself to recognize like, I know what I know. I'm connected to source. I have this wisdom. I've always had it. You know what I mean? Like I've always been this magical person and, and I can, I can stand inside of myself and validate myself. I don't need someone else to do it, Mm -hmm. but it took me hearing him say that, that helped me really, it helped me see it in myself. It helped me see. And I was like, Oh wow, this is really so so I, I understand what you're saying. I understand mm-hmm. in my own way, yes. this need to like use some, use someone else's perspective as a crutch for your own sense of self, your own identity, your own self, your own confidence. And yes. um, like self-love cannot be outsourced. It can't be. <laughs> Like what we're talking about is ending ending cycles of abuse. And these are cycles of how we abuse ourselves. Mm-hmm. People talk about other people and how they talk to them and how they do all of these things. That's not even possible when you honor yourself That's and right. when you know who you are. So this we have to first end it in ourselves so we can see it reflected outward. So That's these are minutiae. These are fine-tuning. But baby, when you yeah. get it, ooh, like you say, you can't unsee it. You cannot. You cannot. Un- see it you cannot cannot and it's very interesting as friends you know like you and i and other like we we see it in ourselves we heal it in ourselves then we see it in other then we see it in our friend group we see our friends doing it and then it becomes an interesting like one of the things of loving myself has been having the courage to be myself and not take on the patterns of other people to be in agreement, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, like I, I feel like as women, we do this. Like we just, we like to be in agreement with one another. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, girl, yeah, uh-huh, girl, yeah, 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 like all that. And when it gets, I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm actually not a girl, yeah, on that. But I see what's going on. <laughs> I'm not a, I figure out, not a girl, yeah, uh, no. I'm a girl now. I'm a girl now on that. But I understand we're standing in two different places. And where you are is fine and where I'm is fine. But let me stand in my let me stand on my own square and still be with you in it. Yes. That's so that's love. That's, that's love. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I'm gonna stand on my own square and still be in it with you. And then I watch, 
you get free from the very thing that mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, isn't it something? Yeah, because if you girl, yeah, when you're really not a girl, yeah, then the person can't even really get free. It's sort of like what your husband was saying. Like, he yeah. was like, you don't need to look at me. What you looking at me for? Uh, you know, that kind of thing. Like, uh, don't you know who you are? And that's yeah. kind of what you're doing. Like, okay, I'm a no, but do you? You're going to work it out because you can't fix it for nobody mm-hmm. else. You that's, really can't. That's you right. really can't. That's right. So but they have to feel the, the stress. To be yourself in it. Yes. When it's the people, if it's if it's for them too, they will see it and go, yes. Oh, let me try that. Yeah. Can I get a taste of that? Yes. yes. So the fear, the stress, the anxiety, all of those things are medicine too. The uncomfortableness of that will encourage you and be that fuel for you to move into a better feeling place. But if you don't have that, if you just kind of placate yourself, then you really stay trapped in the yuck even longer. It's like, are you going to get it this life? I know we were having a conversation. It's like, well, you know, you can keep doing that and that'll burn out your energy. And then maybe you'll do it next time. It's like, oh, wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, nobody here from burning out the energy this life. I'm here now, and Adina <laughs> is here to be present with her full evolution. So I'm a girl now on that one. <laughs> Are you just telling me, matter of fact, I, I, you keep keep playing over there, keep fucking around and miss it. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I'm not missing the mothership. I am not. I am here for the trip. <laughs> you gotta get it for yourself, right? So that's the thing about feeling it and understanding that those things are medicine. Like when people go and say, oh, I'm so depressed. It's a medicine in the depression. Oh, I'm afraid. Okay, what are you afraid of? Let's start unpacking the whys of that. Let's get to the medicine of what that's about. It's not about avoiding it. It's about facing it. How can I face the thing that I'm so scared of? My girlfriend is holding my hand. I'm holding my hand. I'm on my square. My ancestors got my back. I'm straight. Okay, I have what I need to face it. And I'm literally here on earth right now to face it. This is what I'm here to do. So let's do it. I'm not fucking around, Monique. I'm not. (laughs) You are hilarious. I know you're not. I really do know you're not. Girl, what? Harry you say, know, let's go. I'm not telling nobody what they need to do. I'm just No, you don't. You ain't tell me what to do. You just was like, okay, well, you know, you ain't tell me what to do. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm smoothing myself along. And I was like, uh-uh, no. What we, what I'm not going to do is. Right. But I will say, this is the thing that I love about the work that we do, is understanding mm-hmm. that this is all energy-based. Yes. And energy is eternal. There's an eternal amount of energy, but you have to be focused in the right perspective for the energy yeah. to continue to flow through you. And if you're focused in the perspective where the energy is going to get stagnant, then that's what it's going to occur. Mm -hmm. And at the level of the work that you and I are doing now with other women and ourselves and all that sort of stuff, it's, it's, it's kind of, um, you know, we're kind of like in the, the middle school or the high school of spirituality, right? Because it gets to the point where, I want to say like we really believe that we are creating our lives we know that this how is how reality works and we have that conversation inside of ourselves and together every day we are creating this reality we're how, how, how do we know because women give birth to reality because 
I thought my thoughts show up, my action, like we we're, we're proving it over and over and over again. And that concept, that experience of being the creator of your reality, it is the absolute truth here, but most of us don't believe it. Well, and you're going to get what you believe because whatever you believe is what it is. That's right. And people are free to believe whatever they want. That's, right. That's fine. That's right. This is what I'm doing to shift my reality and to yeah. shift myself into a feeling of eternally deserving of love because I always was and I have always been. I just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Is when I wake up in the morning before I speak to my spouse, before I speak to my children, before I check email or a text or social mm-hmm. media, or whatever, I talk to Lil Adina mm-hmm. and I tell her every day now what I love about her and what I appreciate about her. Like I'm, I'm available to her to soothe her. So for me right now to Lila Dina, my little girl inside me, I'm telling her what's special about her, what's creative about her, what she's creating. And I feel it. I feel, I feel that it's very sweet and it's very intimate and I can start my day. I can't even do meditation before I start. I'm still laying in bed. Haven't really opened my eyes all the way, and I'm communing with Lil Adina, holding her, letting her know how amazing she is. So it's like when you like your purse, your post first. Everybody else is extra. I already like me. Yeah. So you can like me, you can love me or not. I already like and love me. Yeah. And so I'm coming from that place. That's how I'm self sourcing that. Yeah. What are you doing? What What are you doing to uh, come into that? Oh gosh. So the breath has been just the simplest thing for me so that I can stop overthinking. And Mm -hmm. when I bring my attention to the breath and I'm like, there's nothing I can do to separate myself from this. Mm -hmm. I cannot hold it. Like this is the force of the universe moving through me. And it is committed to me almost more than I'm committed to myself. (laughs) You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? But I'm just reminding myself of the, like how eternal this breath is, that it has been here, it's not going anywhere, and it it just shows up for me every time. Like when I put it out, it comes back in. Mm-hmm. I give it away, it's back with me. Like I cannot mm-hmm. separate myself from it. And I am shocked at how soothing this is to me. Mm-hmm. Like I am shocked at how enormous this reality is inside of me. And I've been practicing it every day since I have, and it it clears my mind immediately, like my thoughts go away. Like I literally am like, oh, this is the most valuable thing I have. This is it. And I I love you and I appreciate you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Pretty profound. That is so beautiful. That is beautiful. Thank you. So So for the folks, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I've been listening to her and let her have her way with my little fuzzy ears and that kind of thing, but giving her love, you know, engaging her in her heart space Mm -hmm. and her tender spaces. That's healing. It's really healing. It's healing big Adina. So I'm thankful for that. Mm -hmm. Lastly, I just want to remind everybody that our higher self knows the truth. Mm-hmm. The part of us that has never changed, the part of us that is pure soul source energy, always, always, always has known the truth. And as we tap into that, we can free ourselves from the stories of the matrix and the stories that have told us otherwise. Mm-hmm. And then even still rock this this life out here in this dimension right now. We're here to have fun and, and to make yeah. this 
make this our flow so let's be about that let's be about what's going to bring us joy what's going to elevate our spirit and get us into a better feeling place so just know you don't have to stay stuck anywhere but you do have to do some things to shift inside so that you can be your most abundant self so that yes. you can attract the love in your life you want so that you can attract the finances and experiences and health that you desire yes. it's available to you and yes. this, this is how we do it that's right and in goddess technology we teach because we've been conditioned and taught to function from the perspective of what i like to say a, a white man's mind you know like competition <laughs> greed get you know not enough lack scarcity but what we do in goddess technology is to teach you how to function from the abundance of what within, that's within you the sun is in pisces this month like really learning how to be devoted to ourselves how to use our imagination how to activate our sensory system to function in alignment with divine order how to be connected from within and out how to connect to our ancestors our spirit guides our intuition our our masterful intellect how to access our genius all of that is inside of you and the only way to access it is through really loving yourself when you are in negative narration about who you are just like if you had a friend that you were talking shit about and then you want them to be loving to you they would not if you are talking shit about yourself in the subtlest of ways like I don't like my body or my hair is do this or I don't have enough. Your system will not become available to you if you are using language and narratives that lock you out of your own self. Yeah. So your thoughts. That's Even right. Your thoughts. Yeah. So at Goddess Technology, Adina and I are teaching women how to be in the practice of self-love so that you can access your magic. And that's what we're up to. So thank you for joining us today. Yes, <laughs> yes. And the doors of this sacred sisterhood are open. Mm -hmm. If you feel called to what we're talking about, please join us. The links are in our bios to join us for Goddess God Gathering. If you want to come with us to Bali, we have a couple more slots av available for that. The links for that are in the bio. But come on, y'all. Let's heal. Let's love. And let's rock this life right now. We don't have to wait for Harriet to come back. She's here at the door. It's time to go. Let's go. <laughs> so with that being said, I love you deeply, my sister. I Thank love y'all who are watching. So much, yes. yes. This podcast is available where podcasts are available. And we're even on Apple Podcasts now. So yes. share it. Share it. <laughs> All righty. Bye, everybody. Peace and blessings, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.